0: Oh my bed? god, he said he had cookies. The motherfucker's got cookies, and
1: he's in bed. It's my like, uh-huh. der- it's my dream. Cookies <laughs> in
0: bed, <laughs> you're gonna have crumbs everywhere, just on my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, you can just throw that shirt out. That's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to RTFB. This is Travis, and today, Chris, other Chris, Danielle, and I are taking on a literary classic and a relatively recent movie adaptation, Agatha Christie's Death on the Nile. At the moment, you can stream the movie on the HBO Max, and of course, the book is available like anywhere there are books. And you know, random thing I realized when listening back to this recording? We actually managed to not explicitly spoil the end of this book but we do kind of ruin the end of Murder on the Orient Express. So, if you want to stay spoiler-free on that, but don't have time to read it, go and watch My Little Pony Friendship is Magic Season 2, Episode 24, Mystery on the Friendship Express, instead. It's not the same story, but it is the same twist, and it's like two hours shorter, so there, pro tip. Also, we recorded this episode when people were recovering from COVIDs and bad colds, So apologies for the stuffy noses, but thanks to Chris and other Chris for what you put your bodies through to make this show happen. Anyway, once we're all ready, let's get back to my conversation with Chris, other Chris, and Danielle already in progress. So yeah, you guys dealing with sickness or whatever. My fucking phone broke. I have to have my shitty old phone.
1: It doesn't know what time it is.
0: That's the thing I forgot why I got a new phone is my old phone forgot how to sync with like the cell towers. So it doesn't know what time it is. That's fine. So I'll be sitting... What is like... your old phone? It is um, a Moto something. I forget. Oh, yeah. Is it the right time right. now? No. 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 It's 11.43 on I'll be my like, phone. I'll be but... chilling like, oh, it's What's... 8 a.m. This is great. And then actually it's 10, 10 a.m. What
1: time does your phone say now?
0: Right now it says 10.52. That's not right. So it's not, like not right. even an even number <laughs> off. It's like just random numbers. <laughs> yeah. And so it won't like send texts. I'll get things like, this text came... 30 Minutes in the Future. Yep. Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. Time travel. Whoa. Whoa. Crazy. Time travel. Yeah, it's insane Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, hey, Mm. speaking of, like, COVID Uh and whatnot, remember when this movie was supposed to come out? Like, 2019? I do. Yeah,
2: Yeah. I was looking forward to it then, and then COVID.
1: It was supposed to come out then? Yes. Wow.
2: Yeah, like, because like, the first one came out, like, around the end of the year, so I think they were trying to think of it, at least then in the holidays, or yeah. maybe in 2020, I can't remember, but it was definitely way delayed.
0: Yeah. Because uh, I
2: saw trailers for it in the movie theater before that all shut down. Yep. Yeah, so, mm. yeah
0: I was supposed to was be like, De- yes! December 2019. Yeah. According to my extensive research that I did for this. Um, but COVID <laughs> wasn't there then, why were the delays? Well, delay? that's the thing, is it got production delays. Just yeah, in time for Sonic to come out, and then theaters. To right, done. so then they
2: probably moved it to like the spring, mm-hmm. and that's when COVID came. So, yes,
0: they delayed it to 2020 and then delayed it yeah. again because Tenet didn't do so good. And they're like, maybe we don't want to bring this out just now.
2: Well, so. I mean, for the only big movie that I wanted to see that actually came out during the pandemic year, Tenet did okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. And I did go see it in the theater, but I haven't really seen many movies. That's the problem, like. My movie viewing habits have basically been reconfigured
0: now. Mm-hmm. We did go you to the movies. Where?
1: We went to the movies yesterday.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. Danielle was underwhelmed.
1: Oh, my God. It was not good.
0: <laughs> not that's not that my movie.
2: For so. yeah. From fans and people who would want, really want to go see it a lot, but I don't know.
1: It's like, I love Doctor Strange and Benedict Me Cumberbatch too. and all that, and I just did not like... I just. They could have done more, so much more, and I was just very underwhelming. And also, like, it was terrifying for my children.
2: No, I was well, going to say, I've heard it's basically like the first horror Marvel movie. horror movie. It
1: is. Well, it's,
2: oh, it's it's Sam Raimi, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, so, so yeah. Like, it could be fun expecting. time Spider Man <laughs> or something much darker.
1: Well, I Definitely. remember when they first announced it, they said this was going to be like the first Marvel horror movie. I'm like, oh, well, maybe we're not going to take the kids. But then, like, they haven't focused on that at all. Yeah,
2: everyone all. forgot about that. I did So,
1: and when you watch the like trailer, you're like, that's probably fine. But like, no, <laughs> no, it was,
2: it was
0: scary. No, no, no nightmares reported though. So,
1: I mean, I'll obviously watch more. Uh, but uh, I, I didn't like this one. I didn't think it was very good.
0: I liked it. My Although kids apparently it not, liked it. It was not the best multiverse movie I've seen in the last month. Or wow. So, so. No, yeah. I, I forgot to ahead.
3: I forgot to start recording, so Son? I'm doing oh, that now. Of a
0: bitch, <laughs> that's fine. Oh, yeah. good thing
1: we didn't talk about anything important.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we well, recorded you know, on mine just, and just your health probably. and whatnot. Yeah, <laughs> there's always the backup. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about. Uh, Agatha Christie, I guess, instead of Agatha Harkness.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: So like, Mm. uh, oh, I have a coin of her. You do? Which one? Yeah, it's a commemorative
2: two pound that came out in the 2020. (laughs) It's in my 2020 annual set from the UK.
3: Man, who knew the British liked uh, Marvel so much?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's Agatha all along. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> so like uh let's get a temperature check like who here's ever read an agatha christie book raise your hand Ooh. for the audio Ooh. i have
3: not read got, no.
2: that she's. We got 50 i have never read any of her works and also
3: also seen plays Ooh, yeah i've yeah. seen several
2: movies our
3: our high school did a play which one if you recall recall um,
0: i don't recall <laughs>
3: Oh my God! Yeah, uh, it was. Um, uh, See, what he doesn't the... remember
0: either, and he's the one with the good memory. So
3: no, it, I'm, I'm trying to think of the I'm trying to think of the title because um, it it was vaguely racist before.
0: Ten little Indians.
3: Yeah. It uh, and and then there what were they none. Call it
0: now? now. Oh, and then there were and, none. And
3: yeah. then there were none is what yeah. they call it now.
0: Yeah, I've
2: heard of Ten Little Indians.
3: Right? Yeah. Well, it used to be something else too. So <laughs> no. we Just won't. We a different thing. maybe probably you can look. You can words. look that up on your own. I think.
4: Okay. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. <funny. laughs> uh... I I won't I won't be saying it out loud. <laughs> I can
0: guess maybe then.
1: All right, Ten Little Indians. Let's look it up.
0: <laughs> <She's> got <laughs> it. Shout got it now. He's going for it. Yep. I don't have it in my uh, big list of novels or anything, but.
3: But yeah, and then there yeah. were none. Okay.
0: Um how how many books have you read? Because I'm I'm I got two.
3: Yeah. Same.
0: I got this one, and I got Murder on the Orient Express. Yep. Which are the which... only
2: two you need? Yeah, I would say these are probably the ones that most get read of first, yeah. So. And then you either really like it, and you read really like all the others, or you don't.
0: Right.
1: Well. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha.
0: But just show me.
1: I just, I just mm-hmm. scrolled away from it. Hold on, where was it? Mm-hmm. Oh, there it is. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Now I have
3: to look. <laughs> oh. Okay.
1: oh. Oh oh. That's oh. not okay. No. <laughs> Never was okay.
0: <laughs> Uh <laughs> Yeah, so when I was looking doing research for this, like Agatha Christie's webpage, like there's so many goddamn Hercule Poirot novels even yes, they uh-huh. have like here's a suggested list. Like if you're only going to read 10, then read who's, these 10. Who's going to read 10? I would read 10, I don't know. No. Yeah. No. There's like uh <laughs> Put this in the notes. It was Just, uh Just watch the
3: series on PBS. It's fine.
0: There's 34 Perot novels. 34. Uh Uh-huh. And then 11 more that are, like, Perot investigates short stories. Like, ridiculous.
1: Uh Wait, there's 10 of those that he's, like, an investigator in?
0: Short, there's, okay. 34 (laughs) novels. Okay. Where he's the main guy, like Sherlock Holmes-ing it up. And then 11 more short story collections after that. He
1: should have been fired, like, way before. (laughs) He's not a very good detective.
0: No, he's the disagree. Best. He is the goddamn best.
2: He's not a yeah. very good detective. <laughs> disagree. You he can even lie. gets played by lots of different actors. I think I just watched one last year where John Malkovich plays old Poirot. Ah, <laughs> I can't remember. I for think curtains, that's who was doing or whatever the last good. one is. So remembering uh, about why he—the biggest part—is me remembering like why he left Belgium and stuff. So. Hmm.
0: Kind of feel dealing with that. Yeah. Uh, you can lie, and two people know the truth. God and Hercule Poirot. Yeah. <laughs> He's the goddamn best, so. Yes, exactly. Educate, I'm educate sorry, yourself. everybody
1: had to die before he figured it out. <laughs> like, come on, dude.
0: But he figured it out. Like, without any use of, like, evidence or anything. Like, just psychology. Right. right. Instead of esoteric knowledge, he just... He just figures people out. I mean I like yeah. him. He's it was he's fun, but like
1: I, I don't think that is the job for him. He just exercises <laughs> his little grey cells.
0: <laughs> Alright, so what about the movies? Like have we seen any of these movies? Like
1: Um, I saw Murder on the Orient Express with my mom and we found it terribly boring. Uh,
0: That's it. But... I'm sure your mom was like, Is this a boring is movie?
1: Is this a boring movie? And like it was. I mean at the end, I don't think that we I that that ending I was like didn't expect that.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: But uh I thought the movie was a lot more boring than this the Death on the Nile I thought was way better.
0: Hmm. Have you seen the PBS like Masterpiece Theater series? No. Oh.
3: Yeah, you wouldn't sure. like that at all. <laughs>
0: <Mm-mm>. <laughs> uh Chris's, which movies have you seen, if any? Yeah, I um... saw those too. Yeah, I've seen those.
3: And I've I've seen I've seen some of the PBS series as well. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen a few of those here and there.
0: Yeah. So I, I had see not seen response. Murder on the Orient Express when I watched this movie. Uh-huh. But I, I oh. being the studious researcher I am, I went back and watched it later. Yeah. When we decided we were gonna do this. So I watched them in reverse order. Okay. Then I also okay. watched like the nineteen seventy version of Death on the Nile to compare with Maggie oh. Smith. With Maggie Smith. Oh, mm-hmm. right, uh, others mm-hmm. <laughs> whom I've forgotten. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was cool. Oh, uh, Mia Farrow was uh, Jacqueline in that one And she did a great job being like the Jilted X lover or whatever mm. Nice, mm-hmm. I bet she did But I've never seen any of the PBS ones hmm. Although I'm interested
2: Yeah Who does that? They're, they're good
0: They do tons it's of, a bunch claro of different stuff people. Well,
2: they had the same guy playing him for a long time And then he got old, I think But he might still be in him. I don't remember now <laughs> <laughs> There's just so many. Like I'm like yeah. PBS and Poirot are like kind of synonymous to me now. Yeah, so. basically. Yeah, I, I'm I'm a fan in general of of
3: the uh, the masterpiece mystery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh,
0: did you ever get into any of the other stuff like Miss Marple?
2: I've, I've seen a couple. of I've them. seen some of the Miss Marples.
0: Is it basically the same sort of thing? Is it more like murder she wrote? Like
3: it's. She's, you know, she's a different character. She's more of right. a busybody, and yeah. from from what I understand, she's kind of based on Agatha Christie herself. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's and there is, there is there is some uh, some crossover too. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I
2: feel like I've seen or heard about that crossover one.
0: Once. Yeah. This is like the ACU, so. the Agatha Christie universe. Like exactly. Basically. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, Christy again, verse. being the expert, having read two books, I can say there's some crossover even in the books, or at least name checks to be like, oh yeah, that reminds me of this one interesting dinner party I had once, so we're,
3: right, mm-hmm.
0: running into people again. But... And then
2: there's the uh, fun Doctor Who Agatha Christie episode with, <laughs> I think that's in the David Tennant years. Oh. And they go back in time and figure out why uh, Agatha Christie was missing for like a week. So. Oh, was it Daleks? This... No, it was a uh, alien was it... wasp prince. I'm going to give that away. Oh, so, oh yeah. my god! Did you say yeah, alien that was... wasp
0: prince?
3: Yes. Mm-hmm. What? White Anglo-Saxon person? <laughs> no, an actual
2: like wasp. <laughs> oh, okay. Like wasp a bug people? alien wasp like crab people. A wasp person? No, like his father came back to England and fell in love, like disguised as a human, and fell in love with a woman. And she was one of the rich people who <laughs> Agatha Christie was hanging out with. And no. they had a son, and they kept him hidden because, you know, he's a wasp. <laughs> and that all I'm comes I'm sorry, out. every and time you say murder. wasp, though, I just keep thinking of, like, yuppies. Like oh, an American. <laughs> yeah, no, there's, like, a murder, and Agatha Christie helps solve it. There's some, like, time dilation thing that gets put around the estate. That's why she's... Missing for like a week in like 1925 or whatever it was. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, but that was fun because then at the end, like, they go back to that library world, and the doctor's like, see, look, even now in the year like 30 million, they're still printing Agatha Christie's books because everybody (laughs) loves her (laughs)
4: mysteries. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean,
0: we should call out, like, Agatha Christie is like the best selling novelist of all time. All time. She is behind only Shakespeare and the goddamn Bible. Yeah, I do not believe people that. people who have sold more books than her. That's yeah, and, crazy. And let's give it time. <laughs> <laughs> right? Maybe let's be real here, million, let's give it some one time. One or two of those will have fallen off. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But she is an interesting character. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, if you had been her contemporary, Chris, you would have been, like, best friends. <laughs> She's, like, living your dream life back in the nine, 1900s. So, yeah. She yep. was born in 1890. In some place in Devon, England. Uh-huh. Uh her dad was American who homeschooled her, which I guess was unusual for that time. Most likely. But he he died from a series of heart attacks when she was oh. eleven. Oh. Her mom, uh, was Irish and was like really adamant to have her not learn to read until she was eight. Because Jeez. reasons. But she's like, fuck that, and taught herself at age five anyway. You're like, <laughs> hey, mom, I'm gonna read anyway. Yeah. Um, so of note, uh, in the 1910, due to her mom's health, they had to spend a season in Egypt, in mm. Cairo, uh-huh. just a little nugget to file away there. All and right. then, uh, in 1912, she met a pilot, Archie Christie, and they were married on Christmas Eve in 1914 after a whirlwind courtship. And oh. then they immediately both had to go to war. Cool. <laughs> so yep. he went to France to do airplane stuff, and she went to England. So they were married, but didn't. it wasn't really until 1918 that they were able to spend much time together. Um, do they
2: still uh, like each other after four years? <laughs> well, see, here's the
0: thing. Uh, right around 1925, they settled back in the suburbs of London, and they started golfing with their friend, Nancy Neal. hmm uh-huh. And her husband was really interesting in meeting up with her very often, but Agatha did not like golfing very much. Oh.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm. A of
0: a romantic entanglement there. Oh my god. So yeah, that's about the same time like you were talking about, she just disappeared.
2: Yeah. Like, they <laughs> found her car <laughs>
0: just empty on the side of the road.
2: Yeah. And they did, like, a manhunt for her. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, uh, they eventually found her in, like, some spa under the yeah. name Teresa Neal with, like, amnesia. Right. Like she that's did sure not her. Her husband, she didn't know who she was. So, <laughs> yeah.
2: Cuz of a wasp prince, of lingering the lingering <laughs> effects, yeah. That must have been it.
0: Yeah. Or uh, you know, she crashed up and had a bad concussion and just wandered off. I don't know.
2: I think honestly that's maybe more likely. Yeah. So, <laughs> some kind of know, trauma.
0: After recovering from that in 1928, she divorced Archie. <laughs> Sorry, Arch. Um but yeah, since she got divorced, she's like, you know what, I've always wanted to ride the Orient Express, so I'm gonna do it. And while she did it, she visited several archaeological sites. Nice. Where she lived my best life. Max Malawan, who she married in nineteen thirty. Mm-hmm. Um She lived until nineteen fifty six and like in between there, um, wrote a shit ton of books, like we said. I would yeah. say
2: she's pretty prolific then to write all those books, basically yeah, like one or two between books the twenties and the fifties, probably. Yeah. I Assume, yeah, like, that's
0: really impressive. That was like her most prolific period, yeah, before the fifties when she realized like I could write fewer books and still make a lot of money, so mm-hmm. I yep. do that. But her very last public appearance was in 1974, on the opening night of the Albert Finney version of Murder on the Orient Express. Which she claimed was a pretty good adaptation, but Poirot's, Poirot's mustaches weren't luxurious enough. No. <laughs> I think Brana really captures yes.
2: the amazingness of Poirot's the Majesty mustaches. Yes. Yeah,
0: dude has like dude they're has fantastic like four mustaches. Somehow, like I know, right? It's amazing. <laughs> so, um, so what? About her writing in general, like, she started during World War I while she was working mm-hmm. in a dispensary. Apparently, as, like, part of a bet from her sister that she could never manage to write a detective novel. Oh. Just, just watch me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I bet her
3: sister feels like shit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she tried to claim it was all her fault. Like, see? It wouldn't have been for me. Probably. <laughs> um, but at that time, she had Seen and interacted with several Belgian refugees during the war, Mm -hmm. that gave her the idea that maybe a Belgian detective would be a good character to have. So, yeah, she Mm -hmm. leaned into her knowledge of poison from the dispensary and wrote the first Poirot book, "The Mysterious Affair at Styles," which they said was so expertly done that it was there was a review done in the pharmaceutical journal. So nice, pretty good. good. Yeah. Uh, we kind of mentioned she also created Miss Marple and Tommy and Tuppence, which I've never heard of. Nope, I don't know, but other mystery series. Is uh-huh. and uh, after she married Max, kind of settled into an annual routine where in autumn and spring they'd go out, do like visits to uh, archaeological dig sites and travel around. <laughs> See? Yeah she's be my you. best friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a totally fangirl for her. If like, we were I
2: don't think bridge. she'd normally would have interacted with me, but if I can manage to time travel and be like I am literally from the future, she would probably hang out with me. <laughs> <laughs> <That's
0: right. laughs> I put on this wasp mask.
2: Yes. <laughs> like here's my technology. We can't use any of it because there's no cell phone service and internet yet. A but likely story. It. Be sure to download all of Wikipedia before I leave. Like, here's your Wikipedia entry. (laughs) Oh, no.
0: (laughs) Jeez. That's probably what broke her mind. (laughs) That's what did it in the 20s. Yeah, I find her and I tell her this and she's like, fuck. Yeah, she wrote so much she even had to adopt like a nom de plume. I did hear about that. West Mm -hmm. McCott. She's like, I want to write something without being pressured to be Agatha Christie. Right, yeah. So, which I guess is pretty common for really successful authors, but. Well, I was just reminded
2: of that by watching some video about J.K. Rowling, something or other, and her like, Gallbraith, <laughs> other yeah. name Boo. to try to publish under. So. Boo. <laughs> Even boo's, some musicians do. Who was that one that from, was? Uh, was that Billy Ray Cyrus who did that in the nineties?
0: No, you're thinking or of uh, 2000 uh, Brooks. Garth Brooks, Garth Brooks. It, Chris yeah. Except yeah. he did it wrong because like, he told everybody. <laughs> exactly. And you're like, that's really weird, Garth. What are you doing?
3: Yeah. He just wanted to release a rock album.
0: Yeah. Well, he could have that. just done, done that.
3: <laughs> no, nah, he, 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 you know, it was a whole concept. <laughs> do like
0: Shania Twain did and have the same album that one's country and one's like pop. Pop. Yeah, exactly. And then put an exclamation point after every t- song title on it. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you know That's how you do it mm-hmm. So yeah, like we said, something like 45 different books with this Poirot in there Yeah oh, So many that you have to have a guidebook From the official Agatha <laughs> from Christie From their website from... like, Skip these if you must yep. the, <laughs>
2: From the people who manage her legacy You have to have a guidebook
0: Yeah So, um, For those of us who read this book Yeah What were your reactions to it?
3: Uh, I mean, it's basically the movie.
0: Yeah, pretty similar. Cool.
3: Cool. Like, like I, I found it well written and engaging, mm-hmm. you know, agreed. Yeah. Like it's, it's, uh, I don't, I don't think it's the kind of thing that I would go out of my way to read all the time. Yeah. But like, I, I do like, uh, Poirot as a character, I guess like i agree like just how kind of uh how how can i put it like like dismissive and like snobby and stuff he <laughs> can be uh-huh <laughs> and like how how you know, they they go to great pains to point out how, like, people around him don't necessarily, like, catch on to the fact that he's being, like, kind of sarcastic <laughs> or something. Right. Or judgmental or, like, whatever. Yeah. It's, it's funny.
0: Yeah. I agree with that. And um, that being my first Poirot book and Agatha Christie book, like, it took me a minute to kind of... Wrap my head around all the different characters because she's like yeah. firing them out of a shotgun. Like, here's this person, this person, this person, this person, this person. Like, what
3: yep. the hell? <laughs> you need to, you need to, like, have a list handy, yeah. almost. Yeah, but and and I end up like not remembering who's who and just being like, oh, it's the communist, or oh, it's the doctor.
0: <laughs> yep, exactly. But yeah, I get what you're saying, and I did like that kind of the off offhanded type dismissive, like, oh, well fucking Americans right like <laughs> uh, and actually this was from Murder in the Orient Express but I really liked the way she wrote the American lady traveling uh-huh. you know, she kept going on about well, well my daughter who's done all this study in Europe she told me this and this and I just don't understand why Europeans are so stupid <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Also, sounds like an American yeah, a lot she of fully kind gets it. Like, I don't know very dry kind of British, uh, uh, not backhanded, but like stealthy, like polite insults. Yes.
2: Yeah. I would be like, that's okay. We portray you all as like weird buck toothed inbreds, <laughs> so it's all right.
0: <laughs> right? The, uh, the thing in general that kind of bothered me, and I, it's just part of the times, but the way they would constantly talk about, you know, Latin people. Uh-huh. being like well he's probably the murderer because he's latin you know how they're given to the flights of anger and whatnot i'm like uh, um, i mean that's what people thought back then uh, yeah it's, it's just the times it just it is well, and though. it
2: does help with the setting honestly because mm. that's what kind of yep. non-really good detectives and people would leap to you yep. you know <laughs> They wouldn't see the, the other details. We, we
1: still do that.
2: Yeah, well, we do. No, we just don't always real? make it uh, Latin peoples anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so. We just group them under immigrants. Unfortunately,
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right now, especially. Yeah. Um. But uh, in general, I thought it held up. Like, aside from a couple of random things, I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird to think about because of the time period. I didn't uh feel like it was like the language wasn't too archaic or anything, so you could jump right Right. into it. Um, So, what about this movie? Right? Yeah, Yeah, I I liked this movie. I liked it. Yeah, I I already heard they are. We Mm -hmm. saw it in the theater. We did. Ooh, wow!
2: I didn't get to do that. So we
1: had the delicious popcorn, so that always helps. (laughs) it It was entertaining. But I, like, figured it out, like, in the very beginning. I, yeah. like, knew what was going to happen, and I hadn't read this book, so.
2: Yeah. I did not to the same degrees, so.
0: Yeah. Um, I think I said this on another podcast, but I've stopped doing that and, like, trying to figure it out. I'm like, whatever. Just, I only you know. made a guess.
2: Like, I only made a guess, and it just, turned out to kind of be right. That's all. Like, I didn't me. expect it to be <laughs> that way. Because, yeah, I just want to see them work it all out and go through the process and figure it out. And... Right. You know, it's yep. fun if I get it right, and it's fun if I don't.
0: Yeah, you know, it's like a magic trick. I could spend time being like, well, it's probably a false bottom or something. Like, Or I could just enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but some of us who are really smart have to just figure it out. So. Well, some
2: of his skills in those areas, you know.
0: <laughs> what did you think other, Chris?
3: Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it as a movie. Like, definitely. Um, I, think, uh, I think Kenneth Branagh was like a... a good guy to do these kinds of things. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I get the sense, like, uh, people, people have said this about Adam Sandler movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, but I, I get the sense that it's just him being like, like, hey, some famous people that I know, do you want like, a two week vacation?
0: <laughs> right. Right. Do
3: you want to like, go someplace cool and hang out for a little while? Right. <laughs>
1: And say some words. Yeah,
0: well, they said as much on IMDb that is like, especially for Murder on the Orient. He's like, "Hey, friends that I like to hang out with, come do this thing." Yeah, yeah. Which like is great work if you can get it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Millions of dollars to just chill. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Wear some cool period
2: costumes. Mm-hmm.
0: And,
3: yeah, and like, that that's also, like, like, yeah, Adam Sandler, I guess, for, like, the last several hundred movies he's done, I think. <laughs> right. It's like, like, hey, you guys want to go to Hawaii? Yeah. Like, hey, you guys want to go to Africa or whatever? Right.
0: What an impossibly beautiful woman who's way out of my league could I pretend is my wife for a week? Yeah. <laughs> While well, I'm on a beach. Right. There you go. Yeah. yeah. I had a- Great work if you can get it.
2: <laughs> I had a lot of fun nostalgia trip vibes from this movie too. Even though I did not go to Egypt in the twenties, I did yeah. go to Egypt. So,
0: yeah, that's one of the thing I wanted to ask you about in particular because I'm pretty sure the only one of us who've been.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, how did the the setting hold up?
2: Pretty well. Like, I could definitely tell when they had to digitally change stuff. Of yeah. Course, yeah, because like. Modern really... Cairo is right up on the pyramids' ass, <laughs> and it's a they big, didn't want to huge megalopolis the KFC across the street. It, it basically, I like, mean,
3: it, like, I, I, I mean, I'm sure that they, like, you know, went there for for B-roll and stuff. I don't yeah, know, like, yeah, where I'm the sure. where the actors were at any right. point in the time. The main
2: stuff seemed to be more like you could tell it was on the sound stage, yeah, you know, but that was fine. Yeah, um, the pyramids. It was, they're expansive enough, you can get, get away with that. The times I thought it was kind of the weirdest was when they were at Abu Simbel. Cause uh-huh. I can, you can uh-huh. definitely tell, like, oh, this is the set version of Abu Simbel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. But it they did a good job recreating it for that to have people climb over and fall off of and do that kind of thing. Right. So.
0: You didn't think they could get permission to, like, throw rocks off of there? Like, <laughs> no, they not <didn't. laughs> They might have been able
2: to get permission to actually climb up on the pyramid again, because that's strictly taboo. That's against the the rules. You will yes. be arrested if you do that. Yeah. Um, but you used to be able to do that. That's how you could see, like, there were higher up on some of the stones, steps carved in and stuff. But, like, I wouldn't want to climb up the Great Pyramid. That's just <laughs> fucking too dangerous. Yeah. yeah. Like, the blocks are huge. They're not human size. They're taller than you. So <laughs> you got to be good with kind of... And there's no, of course, safety rails or anything. Right. Because that would deface the pyramid. So I'm like, sure, people did this for decades... But it's not a good idea. <laughs> I think I <laughs> for think, centuries, uh, probably. But don't don't do it. And like, but they did it back then. That was a popular thing for yeah. tourists, and pretty much most tourists going to Egypt back then were upper middle class and rich people. When uh, when did they when did they stop that? In the sixties, I think. Yeah, because I did I, it I... until relatively recently. I th- you could still do it in the seventies with like a permit that you paid for, hmm. but it was pretty much all stopped in the eighties. By interesting the for preservation and all that kind of stuff
3: interesting and they
2: probably if they would kept up with it would have switched it to like the pyramids themselves are on a cycle for which one you can go into to help yeah. cut down on damage and whatnot over I, time. I,
3: I think i think my mom went into one of them yeah you can always go were, into one when they were visiting
2: and like because when i went that was the year that you could go you went into the great pyramid itself so i've been in the great pyramid oh nice but not the other two of course because those are weren't you? open
0: did you bring but, back a curse or no? No. Oh, okay. Are I you sure? It's, yes. Because it was dry 15 years Delgadillo
2: ago over there. Or? You don't no, have a was a thing p- back in 2005. So. But yeah, like the only the weirdest thing is that I went in there. and There's some one of those weird kind of like New Agey people in there, like doing some <laughs> hum singing in the burial chamber. But I mean,
3: that's probably pretty cool. Other than honestly. that, I was
2: like, well, this is neat. It's hot as fucking here. it's very humid in a pyramid with people climbing in and out of it (laughs) the weirdest part was climbing up into the grand gallery because they have people in there to help you and you can see where they've carved some steps but if you step wrong you fall down a hole that goes down into like the lower queen burial chamber what they call it like you're gonna get hurt and there's no way to keep you from falling down there except for the dude who's holding your hand well, I mean,
3: there are worse ways to die, worse places. There would be, you know. Like, like I wouldn't mind so much, like, if yeah. that was, if that was, like...
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're going to die, might as well make it something kind of interesting. Yeah. but Now,
0: see, when I went through the Egyptian section in the Chicago Natural History Museum, didn't mm-hmm. seem nearly as dangerous. Like it It's not. Long, so. <laughs> that's I think not. Being overly dramatic. But, uh. Well, once you get into the Grand
2: Gallery, I mean they built in... Because that's where they had, like, big blocks that sealed off the burial chamber that slid yeah. in the place and all that stuff. So you go up yeah. the sides, and they have, like, a wooden floor on there with, like, the beams across it for kind of footing, like you get used to get on a ship. And they have a handrail there, so you're not going to fall off that. But Yeah. It's just this one little part, getting in from the hole they've carved in the side to which apparently somebody did in the middle ages so that was already there um, yeah. hmm. So get up into the grand gallery space where you have to have like the one dude with a hand so like <laughs> otherwise there's this hole over here and I'm like well fuck that like yeah. be careful everybody <laughs> but did that's you know, just you kind of the to
0: the great pyramid sure
1: sure,
2: <laughs> sure. i don't it's know worth though. it might seat. be really hot maybe it's, when it's cold it's <laughs> probably hot
1: is it ever in December, cold in Egypt? Yes. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. At yeah. night. At December. Because yeah. when I went, the average temps were like 75. That's why you go in December.
0: Uh, but it gets cold nice. at night,
2: especially when you're out there, because we went out for the Laser Light Show, because they have that, of course. Laser Light the, uh, Show? Of course. Why
1: yeah. wouldn't you have a Laser
2: Light Show? Josie <laughs> Pink
3: Floyd at the Pyramids.
2: Huh? What songs did they play with it? I can't remember now, but they had some British <laughs> dude doing some monologue. Oh. And all these laser lights and some music. And there's a mm. band in the beginning that's dressed up in Egyptian stuff. And <laughs> highly, li- this is definitely like, hey, we need to milk more money from tourists. Yeah, it's the Universal Studios this. version of the pyramids. It's just not very well done. But <laughs> yeah. It's fun, but it's cold as shit because you're out in the desert right there. <laughs> and you'll, the temperatures drop pretty quick at night. So Yeah it's okay in Cairo itself it doesn't drop as much because you know all that asphalt but yeah. Right. out there it's like whew, now it's 35 so, <laughs> <No>. so <laughs>
0: speaking of Laser Light Show what, uh-huh. what did you guys think about like the time period specific soundtrack in this movie? like the
1: I do not remember <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at all it, it
0: blended in <laughs> well with everything else so I
2: was like this is fine <laughs> yeah
0: it seemed yeah like it was fine. It just seemed weird to me that like we're in Egypt. Let's listen to American blues, right? Uh, well, that because... was supposed to
2: show how popular it was in the jazz age there. Yeah, but they didn't use the right stuff. Maybe.
0: Do you think they, a lot of people in Egypt at the time were listening to those records? Like no, <laughs> but
2: the tourists were because they were rich people from abroad. Uh, I guess so. And I you guess. have that available in your fancy hotel to meet the yeah. needs of your rich people paying you, or you. I mean, I, I
3: don't, I don't, I don't know how how popular, like, American Roots music was, like, outside of America at the time.
2: Well, and according to Cairo Radio, American music now isn't that popular. Right. It's just around. (laughs) Yeah. Like, they have a whole bunch of their own music, which is ever-present. Right. So,
0: Yeah. In that one James Bond movie, or book I read, that was very, uh, racially unsettling. (laughs) (laughs) In the 60s, even, they were it was still kind of this exotic and weird thing to have, like, you know, jazz music. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I guess if you're rich enough to have a you know very famous blues singer just come to your wedding, like, then, yeah,
2: that you kind of yeah. know,
0: yeah. Sort. What was what was the connection? I've totally forgotten. Like. From
2: the club earlier, and they seemed to know each other. Then I don't yeah, really recall. That's
0: what I don't remember. Why?
2: So, anyway. somebody was bankrolling or helped somebody or knew somebody from elsewhere. Yeah, I think from another project. Yeah, don't uh, worry about it. Yeah, yeah.
0: It was it was more interesting than her in the book where she was just somebody. Somebody, uh, yeah. Some rich lady and her niece. Like they actually gave her something to do and a reason to mm-hmm. be there, but yeah, yeah.
2: I always feel like when you can rent out a whole boat for your honeymoon party or whatever you're doing, (laughs) then you can have whatever you want. So (laughs) So those Nile cruises are so popular. That's just, that's how people like to go see the temples. I didn't get to do that, but I did get, I did have dinner on a boat on the Nile. Yeah. That went out and cruised for like an hour. So that was fun.
0: Yeah. If I have to be in the desert, I want to be on a boat.
2: (laughs) There you go. With air
1: conditioning. With
2: air
0: conditioning. If If possible. That's or why we stayed at the spring. hotel we
2: stayed at, because they have air conditioning in every room. <laughs> so. The
0: best. Yep. So, yeah, uh, like we talked about, like, really the movie's pretty similar to the book, except for the characters, which I feel like they did a smart thing and, like, condensed some of those people. Uh-huh. Because, like, just to run through a, a list of characters from the book that are just on the boat. Yeah. got Hercule Poirot. Colonel uh-huh. Race, Lynette Doyle, Simon Doyle, Jacqueline de Belfort, Salome Otterbourne and her daughter Rosalie and Mrs. Allerton and her son Tim and Andrew Pennington, and Mary von Schuler and her y- younger cousin Cornelia and Miss Bowers and Mr. Ferguson and y- Senor Richetti and <laughs> Louise Bourget, and James Fantruppp and Dr. Bessner, and some guy named Fleetwood, who I don't remember, McFleetwood. But... <laughs> Fleetwood Fleetwood I guess. He was one of the staff or something, but, uh, so yeah, kind of condensing, combining people, I thought made a lot of, yep. a lot of, I so said, that's, that's so yeah, a goddamn lot people. of people to keep track. <laughs> yeah. And that's just on the boat, not to mention oh back in God. England or over in the States, so. Right. Pretty ridiculous. Uh, I thought the cast though was a bit of a downgrade from the last one. Yeah. Cause I mean, you had Wonder Woman. With her, uh-huh. with her original chest instead of the one they put her in for Wonder Woman, she looked right. way more comfortable. <laughs> way more comfortable. Yep. <laughs> you had Shuri, you had uh, the ad fab writing duo, mm-hmm. you had some guy, and you then had- you had Russell Brand. Yeah. You had, had
1: oh, Armie yeah. Hammer, though, who, like... Oh, yeah, you had yeah, Hammer. Hammer. He has <laughs> sexual assault issues, right? I think he
0: was the some guy on my list, like... <laughs> <laughs> I think people wanted them
1: to, like, take him out, because that's yeah. when they were, like, taking people out of movies, and they're like, sorry, all done.
0: Sorry, not going <laughs> to do yes.
1: it. All done, sorry. Yeah.
0: But a couple other changes from the book, like... Uh, Kenneth Branagh seems to have done this in both of them, where, in the book, like, the doctor's never a suspect, because he's an upstanding doctor. Mm-hmm. You need someone uncorruptible to be like, well, they died around this time. Right. But in this case, like, well, he could have did it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, bringing a book into this story where he was not at all, like, kind of made some connective tissue between the, the last movie and this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was weird that it was his friend that took place of a random dude, socialite guy. Yeah. yeah. Had to get killed. Yeah.
1: Sorry, they all had to
0: die. Instead of, I think in the book, I really the felt person like person who got murdered wasn't die. it? Was that that author lady? There was some lady who figured everything out and then was immediately killed. Like, oh yeah, Wild, yeah, Wilding yeah. Wilding had to die too. Sorry,
1: who? Sorry, Rose.
0: Oh yeah. Sorry, oh, Rose. Yeah. oh yeah. You had to die. She had to die. You should have just listened when he's like, "I'm going to take care of you, lady." Uh yeah. So some specific notes. That I took while watching this movie. Uh, the flashback to World War I to explain his mustaches. <laughs> yeah. Like, both to honor his captain and cover his yep, huge... and to cover his scar. Huge scars, like... Yeah. Uh, there, was, there was not a good consistency between him laying in bed with half his face gone. Right versus what the mustache covered versus when he shaved at the end, like it would become just here. Also,
1: the mustache wouldn't have grown like that with that scar. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he
0: just was it just growing fake?
2: like, like a it all chunk? Fake? Is just growing <laughs> over
0: everything? Yeah.
3: Like yeah, comb cool. over, comb over mustache. Yeah.
0: yeah. Like he just grew it out here to cover there. <laughs> yeah, so that part didn't make a lot of sense to me, but okay, it showed his character growth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the end, he was like, "I'm not hiding behind my mustaches anymore."
1: And he shaved it off, right? And nobody yes. knew who
0: he was. Yes.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> and guess what? No one cared.
0: Exactly. Exactly. They
1: didn't care about his scars. They're like, it's cool. Yeah. It's healed remarkably well. Yeah. <laughs> remarkably found some,
2: well. He must have found some really good skin balm or something in, like, Turkey. <laughs> it's yeah. like that vitamin you know? E or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I think it. they just would have figured, oh, okay, you were in the war. Because, like, yeah. if... Boardwalk Empires, we believed you had people missing, like, half their fucking faces after that war. I'm just saying. So, which was kind of true for some. Yeah.
0: But he's a vain guy. He's very... He is. Very yeah. self-centered, but yeah. anyway. Um, I noticed that when he's showing up at the uh, dance club, they're like, welcome back from Egypt. Which was kind of... It felt like a weird kind of, like, uh, retcon, because at the end of Murder on the Orient Express... Mm-hmm. He gets right off the train, like, we have a case for you in Egypt. It's like, I gotta go. (laughs) Yeah. I think then they were trying to set up this movie, and they're like, oh, well, he does need to be back in London for some reason. So, whatever. (laughs) Just a quick jaunt. Well, I mean,
2: that's still common now. I mean, it's easier now with planes, but British people like to go to Egypt a lot, because it wasn't a long boat ride. Yeah. And it's not a a long plane ride now, either. Like, they still go holiday there a bunch, from what I hear. Because it's cheaper than some of the Mediterranean islands.
0: Sorry. People just and go to Egypt them, all the time. Yeah, just know, go. It's sunny,
2: it's warm. Let's go. Just go. Yep.
0: Um So, I could talk for like half an hour about the fuck dancing? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? That's how you knew there was going to be a change of heart in who we marry. Yep. <laughs> what? Why? Why mm. was that happening? To in show of all places, I wouldn't suspect there to be like a dirty dancing club.
3: It was that lascivious American music. Yeah, exactly. It, like. it has that effect on people. Yeah. yeah.
0: It was for funsies. There must have been Latin people there. like <laughs> <laughs> Their fiery passions or whatever. Oh, God. Um, and also, like, is it weird to be like, here's your new boss, let's dance. Go ahead and put your uh, maybe on not. shoulders. I like, don't
2: know. I don't live in the 1920s. Boy.
0: I was with it when they're like, "Okay, go dance with her." I'm like, "Okay, that's nice." And then, like, yeah. well, again, let's dirty dance with my brand new boss. <laughs> yeah.
2: I think they would have expected just a
3: normal dance. They didn't yes. have HR. To, uh, they no. didn't have HR back then. And sadly,
0: so. no
2: one would believe her, anyways.
0: Yeah, that uh, that guy slept his way there to his job mm-hmm. as a land. Sure did. Ground. Sure
2: did. Yeah. No doubt about it. This is your it. interview. Yep. <laughs> how good did yeah. you
0: fuck dance with me?
3: Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> he took it very seriously.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tend the hell out of your garden, lady. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, he did. Uh, I, I also liked how Jacqueline's like stalking Lynette and Simon across multiple countries. Yeah, well, she's like got yeah.
1: amazing funds, dude.
0: What yes. the hell? And he's like, well, <laughs> she's not committed any crime. I'm like, but. Mm. <laughs> His well, was she white? Then? Like... No, it wasn't. <laughs>
2: in, the, in the movie, wasn't she white? You
0: know, you're right. It's a white yeah. woman. Yeah. So Sorry. She's, she's yeah.
1: cool. She can do whatever she wants. She feels threatened.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she was right to kill her. Sorry. One. Who knows what they I don't make her. the rules. <laughs> I just thought that was weird. And uh, also noting, like, it's only a 22. It's basically a toy. I'm like, no, I mean, still a deadly weapon. Yeah, we found up out. against a head, yes. Yeah, in the the right hands, because they're fun. I've shot twenty two rifle; that's fun to do. Into someone's head?
2: Mm. No. It <laughs> oh
0: <can't>. God!
2: <laughs>
1: wow, this got Whoa.
0: dark. I'll don't admit to anything,
1: Chris. And, and, a, sh- a, and at a shooting
0: range, <laughs> you shoot at targets. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jeez. Um, in He's your expert way. analysis, is a twenty two powerful enough to shoot through two people? Though,
2: I don't know. It is powerful <laughs> enough, like. At close range, yeah, you will kill yeah. someone with it, but I don't know that it's powerful enough to go through two people. Yeah, like, listen, to... stand
1: right next to this person on top of each other. Let's I mean the the, the
2: bullet, them. the cartridge bullet rounds like that big. It's not, yeah, uh, not, not a big, big. gun. So not well, a big a what, bullet in there. But it's enough to go in your head and bounce around and you know
0: kill you. So <laughs> not very scene, man. You don't want that in there. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that Doctors. it would go through Doctors agree you don't want that in there. Two people.
2: Like it would definitely get the first one, but not the other one. Right. I could be wrong, but I feel like from my experience with them it wouldn't it wouldn't do that. It wouldn't
3: it wouldn't like Indiana Jones that shit. No.
0: Right. Um, so I guess this is maybe not so weird if you already had planned a big like honeymoon excursion for like 20 people. Like, <laughs> right. Come to Egypt with us. Also, we changed everybody's plan. Even you, Hercule Pauro, who weren't on our guest list.
2: Right. <laughs> they figured <longest laughs> he might mountain. show up, so they left room.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you were coming with us. He's like, all right.
2: Yeah. Hey, I wouldn't turn down a free, free boat cruise like that down the Nile. I'd be like, all right.
0: All right, people, I don't know, right, pretty people, pretty I don't know eccentric
2: millionaire. I want to go find the weird millionaires from Mad Men that Don <laughs> Draper hung out with in Palm Springs. Ah, where it's like a daughter and her dad is like some count from Europe. And he just, just sleeps, said... and he just sleeps with everybody. Secret count. And she's like like Don. And she's all like, hey, come with us. My dad will take care of you. He like, he's interested in you. Like you intrigue him, and Don's like, No, nah, I gotta go back to life. I'm like, Fuck that, Don. Go sail around <laughs> with this guy for years. Your- <laughs> 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 they, they
0: don't do that anymore. They go to space and they buy Twitter. That's right. I want to be around a rich guy when he randomly buys a whole news site. Maybe I can <laughs> yeah. go call him there. Right? <laughs> Instead of a trip to Egypt.
2: But yeah, if uh, someone's like, All right, yep, yeah, I'll go on the boat ride. People I just met. This, this seems fine. legit. Yeah.
1: Hope they have a good menu.
2: Yeah. Yep. Oh, All you know these. they do.
0: I thought the boat looked really cool. Yeah, it
2: did. Those the, classic Nile Nile steamboats were really something.
0: Yeah, it helped so. me out because I had a hard time picturing what this book boat looked like when I was reading the book, especially yeah. where everyone was in relation to one another. But uh, probably the thing I liked most about the movies is just seeing those like luxurious old timey settings. Yeah, yeah, and made them look really appealing. Like sure. I would sit on a wicker chair on the back of a boat. You can You don't have to
1: do that though. We have the air conditioning. <laughs> it's
2: true. Just as You could take rivers. a. Like the modern river boats, like they use in Europe and stuff, are. They're sleeker looking and like a lot of glass and stuff. But yeah. They're yeah. kind of similar. They're yeah. nice. And if they're small, they're cozy. If you watch on
3: on PBS, like you'll get ads for them. Yeah, every show, Vikings. <laughs> Viking river cruises. They're the
2: most expensive one, but they do yeah. have the most boats out of anybody, too. Yeah. So they since can pretty I, much go anywhere and see anything on a Viking River Cruise.
0: Since I receive a hard copy of a newspaper, they've decided I'm their target demographic there too. So they'll yeah. leave an insert every other week. Yeah. Like I would like. Oh, ten thousand dollars a person? No, thank you. Depends on where
3: sp- But we're sponsored by Viking River Cruises, especially if it includes flights <laughs> from somewhere. Like uh, ten thousand. I can should a
0: reach out to them for real quick. Like re record this on a Viking River Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get their Twitter, Daniel, We'll say all the yeah. nice things. <laughs> yep. We love Viking river cruises. We do. Like, That's right. If I'm ever going to cruise on a river,
2: it's Viking. Absolutely. Um, the <laughs> pretty good going to Viking. There's a couple other brands. I, I watched some young, young woman. She's a fusionist. us that does cruise reviews a lot because she and her uh-huh. family cruise a lot for vacation. She's done some river cruises, and she has good recommendations for some cheaper brands that are still good. So, Ooh, nope. like the Casino nope. Queen. <gasps> but we'll go the on Casino Viking, Queen? of course. <laughs> Viking. Viking. <laughs> don't don't talk about needs. other brands. You're gonna ruin our our sponsorship. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Friendship. I just fixed Viking it. Cruises.
2: I said Viking for all your river cruise needs. <laughs> <laughs> they're luxurious, and you feel they like, have like scholars feel on board like you really for stuff, like or they hook you up with really good city tours. Like they're pretty good.
0: They hand you a bottle of mead when you get on. It's great.
2: They might. <laughs> I don't know. Jeez. They sound like people
0: who would do that. Um. So the boat staff, like, they just leave the boat at night?
1: Yeah, that seemed unsafe.
0: They're like, good oh. luck, everybody, bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going ashore. We don't want to stick with you guys.
1: Yeah, we feel there's going to be some murdery murders happening, so we're out.
0: <laughs> or is that like Lynette being like, listen, we want to have a party, you guys go.
2: That could have been that for that. Because usually they wouldn't, because they'd want to make sure if you had a, a need, yeah. like, for food or drink or something, that people would run
0: to get it for you. Yeah. yeah, well that, so. even that bar closed at like midnight or whatever. Like that seems like a terrible cruise. Lame. Yeah. You did never do that on Viking cruises, I can guarantee I they do Um I also appreciated that uh they were immediately punished for dry humping in ancient tombs. Like mm-hmm. this is sacred ground, you guys. Like somewhere. do do yeah, that somewhere yeah. else. Yeah,
3: don't don't have boaters in tombs in Egypt. <laughs> it's a very then you dry might
0: get a environment. Like you wouldn't want. Yeah, it's not a good idea. Right, sand will get everywhere. Yeah. Yep.
3: <laughs>
1: also, you will fall to your death off of this cliff.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's part of the appeal. I, guess.
0: <laughs> I did like later when it was revealed who pushed that rock off. These like. I didn't ever try to kill her. Well, except for that one time, right? But I didn't actually do it, so it's cool. Yeah, no, it's fine. Right, it's totally fine. <laughs> and then also, he <laughs> was the same guy. Was like, listen, if I wanted to kill her, I'd use this fucking big gun. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Having a more deadly weapon doesn't excuse you from the other deadly... <laughs> other crimes, listen, like, doesn't it? Though, no, doesn't no, it, it doesn't. It
2: oh, really okay. Doesn't. <laughs> uh.
0: Tell you, none of this happens yeah. on a Viking river cruise. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> people rarely get murdered on Viking right. river cruises. People just have fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you are so never shot a, through the head with a 22. Well, cruise down the Danube,
2: the have some drinks, see your, you know, see some cool castles.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the staff stays there, like we said. Uh, Kenneth Branagh like really loves shooting people through those beveled glasses. Uh-huh. To make them, like, have multiple visions of themselves, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a motif in both of those movies. Yeah. And he really likes it where the whole cast is standing on whatever conveyance they're on and just kind of pan past the camera. Yep. Like, remember, here's everybody. Yeah. Yep. Um... And again, like, uh... Kind of, maybe a retcon from the other movie, but in the last movie when he's getting, he's like, I can't lie to people, alright? I will never tell a lie. And in this one, he's like, listen, my best friend book, like, I've been lying to you the whole time. Like, mm-hmm. I was secretly investigating you because your mom asked me to. But. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Maybe that was his character arc. It goes from maybe being uh, overly committed to honesty to being like, I'll lie if it's a good, good enough reason. Like, he was on vacation. Yeah. Like, if it's murdering Johnny Depp, it's fine. I'll lie about that. But. <laughs> so, actually, I had gotten to the end of my notes, so is there any final thoughts from everybody? No, just that
2: I like it. I think I've heard they're probably going to do a third one, because this one, one did well do? enough and is popular enough, even with the pandemic factors involved, that yeah. Yeah. Kenneth Branagh is a force yeah. too. He's like, I don't care if it makes money or not. I'm going to make it. So, I imagine. Well,
3: yeah, I mean, he wants another vacation somewhere.
2: Yeah, I mean, (laughs) he could honestly just play Hercule Poirot like the rest of his life and do pretty well. Hercule Poirot. Yeah. But I look forward to whatever the next one is. I don't know, because these were the two most iconic ones that pretty much everybody's heard of. Yeah. Even if they've never read them, but there's so many more they could do and have a good time with. Yeah. Because
3: a lot of them would just involve, like, hey, let's rent out this castle. Or yeah. let's run out this mm-hmm. estate and all hang out.
2: Right. <laughs>
0: basically,
3: easier, what honestly. amounts
2: to a bed and breakfast now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It'd be a little easier for them all, and they could put out more, too. You know, Do something in Italy, like on
4: yeah.
2: the coast or something. I don't know. Oh, snap. You know? Or mm-hmm. the French Riviera. Who knows? Monaco. I don't know if she has any set there, but they could do it.
4: Well,
0: <laughs> Ken, as this article calls him. Mm hmm says they have a third script written. Oh, Ooh. perfect. And it's in post-war Venice. Oh, there oh, you go. Less yeah, that'll be novels, fun. So. Yeah, that'll be good. So go look up your book guide to which Poirot books you should be. They're going to go <laughs> eat pasta. Because Venice.
2: Venice is <laughs> a fun setting. I love Venice. So. Yeah, it's a good one.
0: Yeah. Um, Daniel, any final thoughts here?
1: Um, it, was, it was good. I'd, I'd watch again.
0: Cool. I did watch again. I, I did. I didn't it watch. It, I again.
1: didn't watch it again with you because I wanted to sleep. But I would watch <laughs> again if it was on.
0: Nice. Yep. Um, which one had the better twist? Mm. This one or the Murder on the Orient? I think
1: Murder on the Orient did. I, feel, I feel
2: like Murder on oriented. the Orient Express's twist is more meaningful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If that makes sense, especially for everyone involved. Yeah. yeah. So.
0: Yep. I think I agree. I think I liked the. Movie Murder on the Orient Express better than this one, but I liked the book Death on the Nile better than, and I think it comes down to the twist Mm -hmm. Mm. because in the book it was very frustrating. I'm like, You didn't make up your mind at all, did you? Like, (laughs) 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 it's just er everyone did it, fine, (laughs) fine. Um, but yeah, I'd watch a third one for sure, and I'd probably read the book that goes along with it too, and then I could be the guy in the theater being like. That's not, the, that's not right. <laughs> that's not. I'm like, okay, nerd. <laughs> that's what she'd say. So. Um, Danielle, I know you have to go soon. So, do you have anything else that's good?
1: Um, sister not, just asked if we wanted anything from Chicken Express. I'm like, uh, no. Never. <laughs> um,
0: chicken,
2: chicken Express.
0: Express. <laughs> not, not Multiverse of Madness, but. Something else you're enjoying right now?
1: Um, so I do enjoy that. Like our our kids are old enough that we can like go have date nights and like, <laughs> mm-hmm. and not have to worry about a babysitter for an hour.
0: That is pretty cool. That is good. So not so something been... you can watch on HBO Max though. So no, but we do that. That's something good. <laughs> Perfect. We we pretty...
1: we went and saw that one movie because of it. Yeah the everything everywhere somewhere what, once or whatever uh-huh. <laughs> what did you think of that one it's been
0: highly recommended by this podcast already but what did you think oh
1: yeah i thought it was good i like that lady she's good
0: yep that one lady, that lady. she is she's michelle yo really yeah. Huh? yeah michelle Yeoh.
1: yeah michelle yo she's a, yeah she's a
3: good one you should you should go watch super cop
0: oh yeah I, i'll watch it again
2: yeah uh,
1: you should go watch last christmas
2: yeah, I think she's in that one. <laughs> oh, Crazy Rich Asians. I, yeah, I think she. Oh, uh... I liked Crazy Rich Asians. I watched that on the play. Yeah, yeah. I but, but Crazy Rich Asians too.
3: If if you if you want to see her like uh like on the hood of a speeding car or something, kicking people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely watch uh, 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 SuperCop. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. Oh, we started I'm, watching
1: a show last night. Tra- well, I did. Travis slept through it.
0: I watched the first episode and some of the second one. What's it called? And? The Essex Serpent.
1: It's based on a book. It's on Apple Plus. Oh. Apple TV
2: Plus.
0: It's oh, got the, Loki. Book. It's
1: got Tom Hiddleston and, and Claire Danes.
2: Loki and oh. Juliet. Oh, yeah. I think I saw a trailer for that somewhere. And I'm, I'm, I'm
1: intrigued.
0: Nessie or something. I
1: stayed
2: Essex. awake for both oh, episodes. That Nessie sounds much more intriguing than I thought it was about. Nessie and
1: so, so i don't know maybe you guys read that book and i'll have already watched it
0: <laughs> uh no
1: i'll have already watched it
0: no i don't want to do that <laughs> <laughs> that's fair uh i did watch a guy do open heart surgery though in that show yeah that was weird that was real gross that is oh weird. my god he's like I, I bet we can do this and
1: he's like needle stitch it up i'm like who's removing those stitches <laughs> inside that heart <laughs>
0: It's no fine. one. They'll be it's there fine. forever. Did that guy live? I fell asleep before yeah, I found out. Yeah, he lived. Okay. He lived. Phew. Good job, Doctor. He finally
1: did it. He was so excited. <laughs> All these he... others had to die. He's like, I need a young one to make it work The first.
0: Doctor looked like he's 16. He did. And Claire Danes <laughs> is the main lady. Yes, Claire Danes
1: yep. is the main
0: lady. She does not look 16 anymore. She, she, she she's not.
1: pretending to be British.
0: Oh, that's fun. She doesn't
2: hard. do that well. <laughs> she's... she's, she's She's not really pretty. Like but. I've seen her try things in the past, and yeah, you know.
0: well, she's doing a little
2: better. She she's yeah, good. She's, she's she's doing, doing well. That's yeah. good. I'm yeah. glad to hear. <laughs> not everyone could do it. That's okay. It's there was okay. a part that's where I thought I that smart. she
1: might cry, and I'm like, oh no, is this gonna be Romeo and Juliet all over again? But <laughs> like, like, then she didn't. So that was I, good because like, awful. we don't like to listen to that.
2: Because <laughs> mm-hmm. speaking of accents, I will say I didn't really think Army Hammer's was always great in Death on the Nile, but he did okay. <laughs>
0: yeah, so. it was fine. It was very. Uh, was it's hard. Accents English are hard. Whatever, accents yeah. are hard.
2: Like people don't really know to get them to sound really right. It's hard to learn. Yep. You know, you I just kind of have to have a little ear for it and practice a bunch.
0: So. Yep. As an expert in accents, I can <laughs> say it's very hard. Just like if you need a
1: British <laughs> accent, like just get a British person. We have plenty of them.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Just, just, just get yeah.
0: one of them.
2: <laughs> yep. There's like 40 million <laughs> of them over on that island. You know where to find
0: one. And you oh know my what? god. Why not just get Jason Isaacs? Why not? Oh, Can't go wrong with Jason exactly. Isaacs. Just get him. Although, yeah. if you if he's you need an American
1: down. kid, like, I guess Tom Holland is yeah. always going to be an American kid in every movie. Like, he no. never gets to be a British dude. He's always <laughs> got to be
0: American. You need somebody from Queens, you know who to go to. I yeah. think people at this
2: point would be weirded out if they heard him just as using his normal accent. I think
1: there was a, didn't we see a thing where yeah. the person was like, it had to be fake. Yeah. But, like, how <laughs> are you, him. how do you have an accent like this? Like, a Spider-Man British? <laughs> no i'm british but i have a voice coach and like the guy just did not understand uh-huh. but right. i think it was like i think it's fake oh.
0: It was like an allergy <laughs> situation um chris do you have anything else that's good mm. beaten canes <laughs> i don't know if anything
2: <laughs> tops that no <laughs> uh, Coke Zero? Nah, just school sick watched yeah. a bunch of random stuff yesterday yeah. watched that uh, senior year movie on Netflix. That was surprisingly oh, was that more oh, was fun than I thought. It should oh, be. Rebel, Rebel Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. Skinny Rebel Skinny Wilson. Skinny Rebel Wilson. And it just hits a little bit because she, she's supposed to be from like our senior year. Yeah, was yeah. like 37. <laughs> That's fine. the 20 years ago. I'm like, mm, okay. So I liked her. Yeah, she was really good. It was a lot of fun, and she, she brought a lot of her humor and all that stuff too. But it was more fun than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was supposed to be kind of like... Okay, this is enjoyable, but I really actually ended up liking it. Yeah. And the message it has. That's and then cool. I watched an episode or so, too, of Archive 81, because I'm slowly working that through is. that on Netflix. That's not too bad. It it's creepy, but it's pretty good. And then, um. That's I all watched. we got. <laughs>
0: That's creepy. What, what is, is it, is it well, about? Well, it is.
2: Um, well, it's based on. It's loosely connected to some podcast that I can't remember. That's what inspired it. Oh. But it's this guy, he looks like he's like supposed to be like in his twenties, maybe thirty. He does like digital repair like archive repairs and things like that. He's working on he's hired to work on some videotapes by some mysterious corporation guy. And it's looking into the there's this building that went up in flames, this apartment building that burned down in the nineties and everybody inside disappeared. Like, they didn't find their bodies, but they, like, disappeared. They're it's all considered dead.
4: Mystery. <gasps>
2: but, so he's trying to, like, prepare these videos from this uh, girl, well, this woman, this student, she's working on her PhD thesis for anthropology or something about um, the people who lived in this apartment building because it has a history of occultism and things like that associated with it. Whoa. And uh, so it's mostly from her time period, from the 90s, but they start to bleed over a bit which oh. is linked to the other stuff, because this guy's dad worked with her and stuff as her therapist back in the 90s, and his dad died, like, on the same day that the apartment building went up in flames. Oh, weird. Like, wow. the kid was out walking the dog in the woods near the house, and he came home, and his house was on fire. So, oh, jeez. I'm only, like, maybe halfway into it. There's, like, mm. eight episodes, not nine. I'm in, like, episode five or something.
1: That does sound like oh. Unsolved Mysteries. And it's
2: interesting and creepy and occulty, and it's fun. So.
0: Seems to be based on a podcast called Archive 81.
2: <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> yeah,
0: is that it? According okay. to my internet research here. Yeah. But,
2: so it's so neat. That sounds cool. And then I watched Brilliant Young Mind or something like that. I can't remember. Asa Butterfield was in it. Oh, huh. okay. And he's some autistic math savant kid in England. And it's really kind of about him learn, finally learning years later how to deal with his dad's death and stuff like that. And make some friends and expand a bit and... It was Lady, that's
1: like in that too, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. There uh, sure is Sally Hawkins. Yeah, uh-huh, that's it. And then I watched. uh Oh, it was later at night, so I just watched Knowing. I was on Amazon, so they had Knowing, that Nicolas Cage movie. Oh, uh, I like that one. Yeah, I like that. It's one of my favorite Nick Cage movies. <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous now, but it's supposed it's to be. Definitely scary. ridiculous, but yeah. I like it. Supposed to Have be seen scary. New movie? Which one?
1: The one about being talented or something about himself?
3: No, no. I think really that looks good. hilarious. That's I, yeah. I
2: saw That's it. Yeah, was
0: it
3: good? Uh, it it's enjoyable. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll take that. And and if if you enjoy Nick Cage, you'll enjoy that movie. I think. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
3: Well,
1: good. It's, I do. Enjoy it's Nick a, it's Cage.
3: a very it's a very Nick Cage Nick Cage right. movie.
1: You know what? Nick Cage have, has never tried to be anything that he is not. I appreciate Nick Cage for that
0: (laughs) he was Superman in the uh, Teen Titans go to the movies he sure was oh yeah (laughs) instead of actually being Superman that one time
3: giant fucking spider that's
0: that's right (laughs) if you know you know giant spider (laughs) speaking of Kenneth Branagh giant spider anyway Uh,
3: (laughs) Chris Um, yeah aside from uh, unbearable weight of massive talent um I've I've mostly just been reading manga. Honestly, nice. Uh, nice. I haven't I have really We now really have a been, new like, pinned comment anything. in our
0: chat because of that. Say
3: <gasps> <So, laughs> yep. say what?
0: We have a new pinned comment. Can oh I, yeah 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 <laughs> no, uh,
3: I I won't I won't talk about that one. That's um, probably for the for the best. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, I I've been reading uh, la, most recently. I guess I've been reading like a romantic comedy one called. Uh, um, uh, uh, rental, rental girlfriend.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, so it, basically it's about this, uh, this like poor college student who, uh, like gets his first girlfriend mm-hmm. when he's in college and mm-hmm. like things are really looking up for him, but he ends up being like, you know, basically like too clingy and weird and stuff. And she breaks up with him after like a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, basically destroys his world. Oh. And while he's, like, trying to recover from that, he, like, finds out about this, uh, rental girlfriend agency. And, you know, like, if, if you're not familiar, basically, it's like, like, you know, they'll go on dates with you and, like, hold your hand and, like, pretend uh-huh. to be your girlfriend or whatever.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, so this is uh, a
0: real thing? Like, I can. It is, actually. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's real, a real thing. thing. Like, Definitely uh. only in Japan? As far as I know. Yeah, like I don't, I don't think it would work very out,
3: well anywhere else, honestly. <laughs> um, like I, I feel like, uh, what, like, like it, it, it could only work in a place where you can actually trust people not to cross boundaries. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, you know, and some
2: of them I've, I've watched stuff like some of the women who do it kind of feel like they're almost a little bit like. Helping them in therapy kind of like yeah exactly how to be with yeah. a with a girlfriend essentially exactly without or like, the pressure of it all
3: yeah and like you know there's also like uh they have rental families and that kind yeah. of stuff like if if you need like a mom like like they've talked about like uh um you know people people will uh go along and like uh help them like come out to their parents or something i've seen mm-hmm. that or like you know, they'll they'll be a source of support, I guess, when right. you don't necessarily have like another person to support you or something. I
0: gotcha.
3: But there's also a really good one, uh, if if you go on YouTube you can find uh Conan O'Brien goes to Japan and he rents a family. Oh. And like <laughs> and, and like it's it's all shit of him like uh like can you tell them they have to laugh at my jokes? <laughs> and like <laughs> It's, it's really great. Like you should, you should go find Conan with his rental family. Nice. Um, But anyway, the, the, I guess like it, it's a romantic comedy. So obviously the thing is that like, uh, um, basically he ends up like falling for her for real. Uh Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, because it's a Shonen story, like, uh, uh there end up being like other girls coming into play mm-hmm. right there's like there's um first of all like like uh there's there's the other rental girlfriend who it turns out has like the heart condition where her like heart rate's too low and uh oh, but but like for the first time ever she meets this guy and uh her heart rate actually is normal and she's uh-huh. like oh I must be in love with him oh. um <laughs> There's like the ex-girlfriend who like comes back into it and basically is like uh I don't want anyone to be happy ever and basically <laughs> wants to like throw a wrench into everything. Okay. Oh um total bitch. Um <laughs> the worst. but but also like, you know, one of the one of the major like plot inconveniences. Um and yeah, there's like the other girl that basically they're like, Hey, can you also go on rental dates with her? Because like, she's too shy to deal with men and she needs help.
4: Uh-huh.
3: Like, huh. so like there's, there's that. And then there's the fact that he has to like, kind of cover this lie with his whole family. So it's like,
2: oh, like <laughs> yeah.
3: basically, basically by accident, he ends up introducing her to his family and friends. And, uh, like, they have to kind of continue to go along with it, which is, you know, costing him a lot of money on the one uh-huh. hand. And also, like, you know, have to protect the fact that, like, she's a rental girlfriend from, like, other people that she knows. And, like, uh-huh. it's, it's all this whole, like, uh, big to-do. It's very yeah. complicated.
0: It sounds like yeah. it. It's,
3: Seems like But it's, it's super fun. It's super yeah. cute.
0: Like, huh. Sounds like that, too. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. Yep. Yeah, you know how those pretend dating situations tend to lead to real dating situations.
3: Yeah, but you know, take two hundred chapters to do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Gotta keep selling those mangas. Yep. Right. Um. So for my my side, I haven't really been reading much uh, recently, um, but I have been playing a couple of like lighter games after finally putting Elden Ring away. Yeah. After 130 hours, like, um, and beating it on New Game Plus. <laughs> yeah. So a couple I wanted to mention. Um, one of them is a game called Soundfall, which just came out. Um, it's kind of like a rogue light, but rhythm based. So, okay. Like, you run around and shoot at bad guys, and if you shoot on the beat, then you shoot them harder. Okay. Which oh, makes perfect that's sense. That's different. Um. Yeah. You know, well, collect yeah. items and stuff, and customize your build out, but. It's fun. It's uh, got a pretty decent soundtrack, so so that's fun. The other cool. one I played uh, that's way older than I realized is a game called uh, Brothers. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. which I guess came out in 2015. Yeah, for PlayStation Four, but I finally got around to playing it. Okay, and it's um, I don't know. I guess it seemed most like Goose Game to me, the Untitled Goose Game. You just kind of wander around and there's like environment-based puzzles. Yeah. But uh, it's not nearly as (laughs) lighthearted. And you have two, two of them. So you control both of these brothers on a quest to get some medicine for their dad who's going to die after their mom drowned. In like a fantasy environment. So you control Mm -hmm. both of them at the same time. So you have left side of the controller movement and one action. And right side movement and one action. You have to usually do it in concert, doing slightly different things. So that sounds hard. It It, it, can be. It is hard, and if you can keep them on their respective side of the screen, it's fine. But when they cross over, I'm like, I send (laughs) them. So So, it's very short. Like I played the whole game in one sitting. Yeah. Um, But basically, the challenge is coordinating the two of them. So. So anyway, uh, and there's a lot to... of noise in your house now. Uh, yeah. yeah my sister-in-law just showed up with her yeah. kids, so uh-huh. I'm going to have to wrap this up, but All right. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to talk about how, uh, you know, um, surprisingly touching the game was Yeah. and like, I didn't expect like a random indie game from 2015 to like bring me to tears, but it sure did. Yeah. Okay. So Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, worth investing the two hours or whatever to get to go through the story at least. But okay, uh, it's pretty good. If you've never played it, go out and spend some time with it. Yeah, yeah. Learn about brothers. Although I don't know (laughs) if you you have a brother or have recently lost a brother. Like maybe don't do it yet. (laughs) So anyway. All right, I gotta go deal with the chaos in my house now. All righty, stop. Take it easy. Okay, that was our session for today, and while this is usually where we would put on second thoughts, today, everything I said was 100% perfect and amazing and beyond criticism, so deal with it. Of course, thanks for listening in to this one-shot episode. We are already hard at work on the next full season, but we'd love to hear what you think we should cover in the future, so hit us up on the socials and let us know, won't you? Today's episode went missing after its car was found abandoned on the side of the road and was recorded by three amnesiatic people, later found in a spa, claiming to be Chris Chris Ham, Chris Other Chris Jacobson, Danielle Neither Chris Rowe. It was edited by me, Travis Rowe, and it was sponsored by... would it be funny if Viking Cruises really did sponsor us? I mean, if they're up to sending us on a boat, we would jump on it in a heartbeat. I know, as always, today's episode was sponsored by no one in particular. Until next time, keep fucking reading. talk about you yep you didn't hear that because you took your headphones off but (laughs) there he goes there he goes bye is that a sword by his bed is that the pommel of a sword
4: it might be a broom i don't don't
0: know what that is right there
4: Mm. (laughs) look
1: he came back
2: Hey!
0: He oh my God! Still. He still can't hear us, though.
1: No, but we're talking about him.
0: Yep. Oh, zoom in.
3: <laughs> Got a smile on his face. Yeah, I like go. your Truman
0: shirt. Hey, can you hear us now? Oh yeah, the cats. We like your up. Truman shirt. Thank you. I thought you we are right. confused. What is next <laughs> to your bed, though? Is that a sport? Huh?
2: No, what is that? It... It's a self-defense cane I got, like, millions oh. of years So okay, it's from Cold in. Steel. It needs to be cut down a bit, but it's made out of polycarbonate. Come back in. And this is metal, so you can, like, use it for cane yeah. fight defense style. <laughs> so nice. you're turning
0: into Scrooge McDuck is what you're saying. A little bit. <laughs> I've been for a long time. Yeah. Okay. So I was close. Yeah. It could have been a sword. Instead of a broom, like Danielle said. Yeah, no, not. It could have been a broom. It's a beaten cane. (laughs) Yes, it's a a beaten beaten cane. cane.
2: In case people come in, just beat them. A beaten walking stick, as they would say.
0: So that's why we love Viking cruises. Yes. Yes, exactly.
2: (laughs) They're classy, just like that.